Midnight Muse. I'm Matea, and today I'm joined by Miss Callie, and we met on Bumble BFF, but <laughs> she is a full-time content creator, and yeah, thank you for joining us today, Callie. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And yes, we did meet on Bumble BFF <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere, Illinois. I found my BFF. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, introduce yourself. Introduce myself. And yeah, take okay. it from there. <laughs> okay. So, my name is Callie. My Instagram handle is my face story. And basically, my whole account is about spreading acne positivity, self love. I do skincare reviews, um, all that sort of good stuff. I started my account in, I think it was 2014 or 2015 to track my progress with Accutane. And, um, from there, really just built a whole community of other, can I cuss? Yes. <laughs> other <laughs> badass acne babes. Um, and yeah, it's been kind of a journey. That's, you know, where I started my page, I think was a lot more focused on skin. And now it's expanded more towards different areas of my life as well, because I'm not just my skin and I want to show more than that. And I want to talk about more than that. So yeah, um, lately I've been working on a couple of different campaigns and I'm also pregnant, which has been really exciting, but also surprisingly limited in the products that you can use. So that has been fun to figure out. Oh my gosh. Did you know that before? <laughs> Is that something that's kind of... Yeah, that was something I knew before and it was something, you know, I had to kind of think about because originally, you know, I had free reign of all these different products. I could use whatever I wanted. And being a content creator and being on all these different PR lists, you're kind of expected to show the newest product or release and like post about it or make free content for them. And being pregnant, I, I basically asked not to be sent stuff currently because there really are so many different things you can't use. Like you can't use a lot of different acids, benzoyl peroxide, um, just like a lot of things you'd normally find in skincare. You look so shocked. <laughs> I just, you list off all these big words. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is on my skin right now? It's like, you don't really know until you turn around the label and read it, you know? But um, yeah, a lot of things that you wouldn't really think twice about, I've had to kind of, uh, I guess, double down and really streamline my routine right now. And I'm mostly using just like natural products during pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you'll switch back to products you were using before when you're after the baby's here or? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that there are certain things that I'll always use, but I think that for the most part, um, cause that's a big part of my job is, you know, trying out all the new releases and keeping up to date on those things and to not be able to really do that right now has been kind of difficult. So I do think that. I will a little bit, um, but it has been kind of stress relieving not to keep up on every single thing. Yeah. Because there's always something new coming out. It feels like every week now, you know? Yeah. And the realistically, like the consumer or me, you can't use that many products. Mm -hmm. So I think it has been kind of eye-opening for me and what's going to work long term instead of just like the instant gratification of buying something right now. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Huh. So when you started your page, I think in our conversation before you'd said that your your page was private. Yeah. So how did that all unfold? 
Yeah, okay, so when I first started my page, it was private. I didn't want anyone to find it. <laughs> it was really just for me and my sister and my family because I had been struggling a lot with my skin. And I wanted to track the progress just for me. I previously had looked up stuff online about Accutane and back then there wasn't really a whole lot of information or people to follow or anything that there is now. Like there's so much information and firsthand accounts now. Back then I felt like it was like all negative whenever I try to find something online and that felt kind of discouraging to me. So then one day I was talking to my sister, we had a conversation. She was like, why don't you just make it public? And I was like, uh, okay, I guess I'll try it. And I did, and it was so nerve-wracking at first, but I would say within a week, I had so many people reaching out to me and telling me, oh my God, I'm so happy I found your account. I'm going through the exact same thing with my skin. And how, how is it, you know, this week for Accutane? Like, how is it going for you? Or just like whatever general conversation, which was so nice because I didn't develop acne until I was like 20, I think. 19 or 20 and before that I always had like perfect clear skin like never had a single pimple so it was really crazy to go from that to like severe cystic acne overnight and I felt really alone especially in college like I remember in my classes I would sit there and like look around to see if there's anyone else that looked like me like that looked like the kind of skin I had and I I think I only ever in like my four years saw one other person. So you kind of think that you're like going through this whole thing alone. And I think that's why I had my account private because, you know, it felt really personal and like no one else could understand. But I quickly found out when I made it public that there are so many other people going through this. And even though maybe I don't see them in my day-to-day -day life, they're out there and they felt the exact same way as me. And I think that was why like what motivated me to keep going and eventually motivated me to like break the stigmas around acne because it's not just you <laughs> that's experiencing it. There are so many people uh, that get it and I think it's one of those things that's still kind of like taboo and shameful to talk about. Sorry, I'm talking so much. Oh my gosh, no, this is perfect. <laughs> okay. Do not apologize. Okay. It's still one of those things that's taboo and shameful to talk about. Like I often see in the body positivity conversation, acne is still left out. Like acne is still one of the things that is not really talked about. It's, you know, love your body and love your stretch marks and here's my stomach. But for some reason, like we're still putting on makeup and we're still doing our hair and we're like not embracing our entire body. We're just like, why is acne the place where loving yourself stops? Almost, you know? Do you feel like skin skincare bloggers are so, like, skincare and acne-focused, I guess, that they are not as body positive? And then the vice versa for body positive influencers, they're still, like, photoshopping their faces. Is there some sort of disconnect between the two? I feel like... So there's, there's so many different spaces, I would say. The skincare community is totally separate from the acne community. Okay. And I would say the acne community is more like the body positivity community. Like one way I'm really trying to bridge the gap is I'm someone with acne, like who is talking about skincare. Most of the time we see these skincare bloggers, they have flawless skin, they don't have any acne, they don't have any marks, and then it's, oh my god, I want to buy that product because I want to look like them. Well, newsflash, it's probably genetics and you're probably not going to look like them. Yeah. So for me to be like, 
go outside of the realm, like the norm, and not edit my photos and have acne and still talk about skincare and still talk about like, you know, body positivity and all of that, I feel like is kind of unique. Not, I don't know a whole lot of people that are doing that, but for the most part, the acne community also celebrates body positivity. Like I see a lot of people posting about body hair and armpit hair. It's been like a big thing in the acne community lately for some reason. Um, and just showing, you know, their bodies unposed or flexed or whatever you want to call it. But I do think that um, they're very connected. But for some reason, I think people who started with body positivity, it's hard for them to bridge that gap to skin positivity. And uh, my friend said it's almost like, you know, um, oh, you can be body positive as long as you're still pretty. And Whoa. You can be body, body positive as long as you're still uh, effable, like fuckable. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's kind of yeah. the truth because acne isn't pretty. It doesn't have to be pretty to be accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody's trying to say, oh, this is so pretty. Everybody should want this. You know, it's just, here's my skin. I love myself no matter what I look like. Take it or leave it. And so I, I almost feel like it's just a little bit uh, different. I don't know how you feel about that, but that's, you know, when my friends and I had that conversation where um, she was like, it's almost okay to be body positive if you're still, um, if you're still aesthetically attractive. Yeah, yeah. That's a super interesting perspective. And you are so unapologetically yourself and like, it really shows through in your content and so when you were first starting out do you feel like it was scary to post about something so vulnerable and how did you overcome any like insecurities about posting oh my gosh yes (laughs) (laughs) it was really scary at first to post like to be vulnerable at all um I always kind of had an attitude where I think I'm very sure of myself and of my character and I don't really care what other people think. So I don't think it was hard in that sense, but just to be so open about an insecurity or vulnerability was really hard. Um, You know, at first I think it, it was a challenge and it was scary, but over time, as I got more and more comfortable, I didn't find it being a challenge anymore. And I kind of started to feel like, okay, this used to be a challenge, but now it's the norm. So what are some new ways that I can challenge myself and like push myself to be scary? But of course, like every time I would post something in the beginning, I would like have my heart racing and be get anxiety. And I think it's every content creator's fear to just wonder, will they get it? Will yeah. they understand? Yeah. Like, are they gonna get what I'm trying to say? Or are they gonna, you don't want them to like misconstrue your words. You right, know? right, right. So I think that was like the whole thing in the beginning was, is anybody going to get it? Yeah. And so you built your page up over time. And obviously, it's not a success overnight. It took a lot of years of hard work. Yeah. And you were able to grow into some pretty cool partnerships. Do you have any favorite past or current partnerships? Yes. Um, well, thank you. (laughs) I would say taking your page, like growing your page does take a long time. The most, I mean, you didn't ask this, but I'm just going to say. Yes, let it go, girl, yes. (laughs) The most important thing you can do, I think, are connecting with other people in the community. I've seen, you know, a lot of 
growth just getting shout outs from other big content creators like other that other audiences trust mm-hmm. um one way people used to grow would be giveaways but that actually doesn't work anymore mm-hmm. i know a lot of people lose followers from giveaways now yeah so it's like if you're gonna do it you have to actually want to be giving back to your community right which you should but um what was the question <laughs> i <totally> forgot <clears throat> do you have any favorite past oh, or current okay. yeah um, so as far as past partnerships go, I've been lucky to partner with a bunch of different brands. I've worked with It Cosmetics, I worked with Sephora, I've worked with Bare Minerals, um, I've worked with Neutrogena. So I, I you're gonna be like, <laughs> I've worked with a lot of different companies, but I would say that my favorite would be Banish, uh, Banish Acne Scars, and they're not as well known or as big of a company I'd say they're more of an indie beauty brand but I've been working with them basically since the start of my page oh wow yeah and our ethos are so similar she even says you know her skincare brand while, while she wants to help people with their skin it's more about loving the skin that you're in and accepting yourself and um that yeah is really important to me you know just to have the same and I think as I've gotten older too, maybe grown up a little bit, I don't know. <laughs> I want to make sure that I'm aligning myself with companies that have the same values as me. I think that's really, really important. Um, but yeah, I also love them because they're very, they're very flexible with what they allow their creators to do. Like some other brands might tell you exactly how they want you to do something and exactly how <laughs> they want it done and to redo it and edit your caption and change your words. They let you say and do whatever you want. So that's really, really nice to have like creative freedom. Yeah. To have complete creative freedom. Because I think if you get, you know, stunted too much and don't have that freedom, you kind of start to lose the spark a little bit of why you went into this. Yeah. I really love that they trust the creators and let them do their thing because there's a reason why you have an audience, you've built that. So you need to trust them that they know what they're doing and they know what's best for their audience. Yeah. Same thing? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like people can sniff out the inauthentic slash sponsored slash overly branded type of sponsorships but when the brands really let the creators take over and they know what resonates well with their followership then those posts do really well exactly yeah yeah. that's definitely something I've seen too uh do you feel like there's misconceptions about the influencer industry or yeah (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to go too deep into it because I I know there's like a lot I will yeah I will go too deep jump off the diving board girl let's go okay Okay. um I just I feel like there's so yes there's so many and honestly because I've gone to a bunch of different events now with you know different companies like Sephora and Benefit and done some really cool stuff but there's a reason that there's a stereotype Um, that's all I'm gonna say I think that it's the beauty industry so people are um, gonna be a little bit superficial and I remember I was having this conversation in my hotel room with another co-worker slash friend and I was talking about how you know I wouldn't get injectables or filler or whatever just because it's not who I am it's not really in line with what I believe in and I personally just don't feel like I need it and he called me he called me fake for not wanting it 
which is almost like a backwards way of thinking, but in the beauty industry, it's almost expected that you have that. Huh. It's almost expected that you have some kind of work done. So for me to be like, no, I don't want it, what in his mind was, oh, you're fake because like you should want that. I'm like, no, I'm not fake for wanting to Whoa. Yeah, isn't that a weird yeah. way to... So that was like my first kind of like, oh, hello, kind of wake-up call. Um, but I feel like there are definitely really great creators out there and people who really care. And it's so hard to know who to trust. Yeah. <laughs> and I would just say don't put any one person on a pedestal because you might meet them in real life and be like very disappointed. Um, but that that's one thing I, I guess that I'm trying to like break, you know, with the beauty industry is like uh, you don't have to use any sort of like filler or filter or mm-hmm. be a gorgeous supermodel edited, <laughs> you know, like hyper edited version of yourself. Like you can just show up as you and still love like beauty products and still love skincare and still, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there's not enough people just doing it for the love of it. I think it's almost become into a rat race sort of thing of, you know, how much can I grow? How many followers can I get? Mm-hmm. How much money can I make? Instead of just doing it for the love of the thing. Yeah. Which is cool to see your content play around with so much makeup, but also wellness and skincare and acne and talking about all of that. And then the way that you, we were at Target shopping for your, um, you were trying to do some fun like takes on playing around with props with like your acne and showcasing that. So I was like, oh, I've never seen that before. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So it is misunderstood I think I I feel like I already said everything like there's there is a stereotype for a reason for the most part yes there are catty people yes there are vain people there are you know but there's just there's genuine people too true and I think that whatever you're reading or feeling through the screen you can kind of know and you can get a grasp for for how that person is. So if you think it's funny that someone's being rude and dramatic and has this huge personality, do not be surprised if you meet them in person and they're rude and dramatic towards you. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. Yeah. So kind of going off of that, uh, something that I really love about you is that you're so humble and what? You are like for real. I remember when we first started talking and we just met and you were describing your job and you were, let's be honest, beating around the bush, <laughs> would not tell me. And I was like, so you're an influencer. And you're like, uh, I guess. <laughs> How are you able to keep yourself so grounded? Oh, you're so sweet. Oh my God. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. How do I I keep myself so grounded? That's a good question. I feel like I don't take anything for granted. Like, I know that things could flip or switch at the drop of a hat. Like, there could be a new app tomorrow that everyone loves. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're on Instagram and that's your platform, you're you just start over completely. And I know you on there. Um, I think it's knowing that. It's knowing that me having a following doesn't make me any more special than like anyone else Mm -hmm. like we're all humans we're all living on this earth it doesn't literally mean anything it's just numbers on a screen right and I think a lot of times people let that get to their head um one of the things that I do especially now is 
you know, I post and I take a lot of time to engage with my audience and like their comments and DMs. You're so fast too. I'll like reply to something and literally seconds later I'm like, whoa. I do. So I'd say like the first hour or two after I post something, I usually spend like two hours a day like in the comments and DMs. Yeah. And just, you know, relating or having personal conversations with people. But um, not checking, don't check your follower count. Don't check the likes even because I think that'll get to your head a lot. And once you start posting stuff, for the likes, you're not posting stuff for yourself anymore. You're posting stuff for other people. Mm-hmm. And you're going to lose your passion and, like, burn out really quickly. Um, I don't know what to say as, as far as being humble. No, I feel, I feel humble that you think I'm no. humble. <laughs> it is true. It's true. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm not very bougie. I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not the type of person to, like, flaunt right. my money or flaunt what I have or... You know, I just want, I don't know what I want. (laughs) To have this baby. (laughs) To have this baby. No, but I just want to, I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. I can't believe you think I'm humble. Why? You are. I don't know. No, I've literally met some people that have pretty big followers or maybe even like 10k and they think they're hot shit and it's just like whoa simmer down I think it's because I know I'm not hot shit (laughs) (laughs) no I okay I get what you're saying I've I have had experiences like that with people one time I was at an event and this girl acted like this girl acted like we were friends. Yeah. And she was all buddy-buddy with me. And then I saw her later that night at the event around people. And I was like, oh, hey, so-and-so. And she looks me up and down and walks away. Oh, my God. And I was like, uh, oh, so we're just going to act like we don't know uh, each other. I've never had that happen before. Um, oh, my God. I would say, okay, it's knowing that my worth doesn't come from my following. My worth doesn't come from... My job, my worth doesn't come from anything I do. My worth is innately inside of me. Yeah. It's who I am as a person. Yeah. And I know that I'm, like, a pretty fucking good person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Agreed. Thank you. No, that was perfect. So, kind of going off of the past, like, 10-ish minutes, what pressures do you face as a creator? Lots. Uh, Being in this weird space of like beauty and body positivity, I feel like I There's a lot of pressure to edit my photos. There's a lot of pressure to get some sort of like cosmetic surgery done There's pressure to like fix my acne or fix my scars are a lot of different like aesthetic kind of pressures to like keep up and fit in There's also pressure to buy 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 like buy all the newest skincare launches buy all the like newest clothing, like, to look a certain way, to have a certain appearance, um, but I don't do any of that. (laughs) I really don't do any of that, so I feel like that is all just pressure within the industry itself, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people who are influencers who are actually, like, going broke being an influencer, or living at their parents' house, like, you don't know it's their parents' house, but they're just, like, living at their parents' house being an influencer. Nothing wrong with that, obviously. Nothing wrong with that at all. But, um, I think that those are, like, the main pressures, and then I would, I would also say the pressure I put on myself would just be 
to grow my account like there's sometimes where your account is like stagnant and not growing at all and you don't know why mm-hmm. even though we talked about how numbers don't matter right 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 um but when you're it's your job it's pretty hard yeah, not to wonder, consider that yeah because yeah. you think of growth as okay I'm moving forward I'm right. going like I'm going up so if I'm not growing I'm staying stagnant what can I do to you know make that happen and sometimes it just doesn't happen sometimes you can do everything right and it just doesn't happen so I think that's something I've kind of like learned to accept. It's all about timing. Yeah. Um, but I'd say, yeah, those are the main pressures I face being in like both industries, both industries, both like communities. I feel like, you know, um, I feel more pressure. It's so weird because I, I don't do any of the editing or any of the Photoshop or anything like that, but I am still part of the beauty space which is not like the beauty space mm-hmm. everything you see there is going to be edited so yeah. it is kind of hard to be you know that one person that's like no I'm going to do things different like I'm going to do things my way instead yeah but I've seen it picking up more like more people wanting less you know photoshop and less oh yeah yeah, yeah. so I think people are kind of leaning more towards the natural and but I am glad that I didn't give into any of those pressures, even if I like felt them, because I have. I mean, you go to like these events or you meet people in person, you're like, oh my god, these people look like supermodels. And I'm just like a potato. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Literally. No. But I'm like, I'm probably the funniest potato. <laughs> like I probably have the most personality. Potato. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so whatever. Um. Yeah, I would say those are the main things. Like, it's a very kind of, it can it can be a very uh, vain space and a very money-consuming yeah. space. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it is hard. I don't blame anyone for giving in to those pressures. I could, I see why you would. Right. Um, but I just, I don't, because I, I don't really care. <laughs> Yes, girl. <laughs> so you're having a little baby. Yes. And how do you feel like that might pivot your content moving forward? Do you feel like you're going to do some more mom type of stuff and lifestyle or keep your content kind of the same? So that's such a good question. And I wish I had like a good answer, <laughs> like a direct answer. I feel like I've already the past year or two started to change a little bit more when I realized, oh, all I'm talking about is skin. But at the same time, my message is you're more than your skin. So if I'm just showing these before and afters, what about after the after where life is happening? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I am more than just this picture of my skin or this idea of my skin. Like, I'm more than just this story of my skin. And I keep saying this, but all I'm showing is my skin. Yeah. So how can I be more than my skin <laughs> if all I'm showing is pictures of my skin? So I think the last two years, it kind of, like, clicked for me. Like, oh, I need to just, like, show myself out there living life. That's more inspiring to me to show, hey, this girl has acne and maybe she doesn't feel great about it sometimes, but she's not letting it get in the way. Like, she's still going to the beach without makeup or she's still going out with friends or you know what I mean yeah I feel like when mine was at its worst I don't want to do any of that so I think that feels a lot more authentic to me right now 
Um, and as far as pregnancy goes, I, I like didn't know at first whether or not, you know, how much I was going to share or what I was going to share or if people would even care because, you know, you can see your statistics and only 9% of my following has kids. Whoa. Yeah. So I'm like, are people even going to like care that I'm showing this? Because most of my followers do not have kids, so they probably don't care me talking about kids. Um, so, uh... Yeah, I feel like it has changed. I've shared, you know, stuff along my pregnancy journey. I've shared like mental health stuff. And that's been really interesting because I've had such a positive response, like such a big, like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've really enjoyed sharing that part of my life too. I yeah. think for me, it just started with skin and now it's been constantly branching out of like, what else can I talk about that other people don't talk about? Right. Like with pregnancy, nobody talks about how it can cause like depression, even while you're pregnant mm-hmm. because of the chemicals and hormones. So I, you know, I've talked a little bit about that, but I'm like, I think it's changed more from, oh, I want to talk about this one taboo thing to let's talk about all the time. <laughs> yes. Like I want to talk about everything. Yes. Now. Oh my gosh. Um, so I think I will keep sharing. I don't foresee me becoming a mommy blogger. I think it'll still be my space. MySpace. <laughs> I think it'll be MySpace and my escape where, you know, I share everything going on in my life, but I don't think it's going to turn into anything. I don't think it's going to turn into something where it's like, I'm just talking about my kid all the time. Like, I'm right. sure I'll, I'll talk about challenges as being a new mom or, you know, being a mom with no support around if we live somewhere that's not in your family or whatever the circumstances are, but I don't think I'm going to completely ever change to just talking about that. I think you're right. I think it has, my page has transformed more into lifestyle because I just share whatever now. I know. I love it. You're just like, today I'm doing this and now I'm doing that. I'm like, yes, girl, love it. Like the other day, I I really like to do all these DIY crafts. And yes. I, I shared a DIY of my desk and people loved it. And I was like, oh, I guess I should just share some more crafts then. No, you know? seriously, it's so cool. Um, so something that I admire about you is that you're really good at prioritizing your happiness and you check in with yourself. You do this when we hover coffee dates you do some like emotional slash mental check-in with yourself to reprioritize like what's bringing you the most joy I feel like you're really good about prioritizing your happiness so what is your thought process like in doing that oh my god such a good question (laughs) (laughs) ASMR ASMR oh my gosh you feel like I do that on our coffee dates yeah like when like literally the last time last week you were just like we're talking about where like we might move and stuff and you're like well art brings me happiness but maybe I also I think making like a a makeup line or something would be fun but I also want to be a really good mom and be present with my baby so just trying to balance all of that and I feel like you've taken breaks before from your content and Mm -hmm. stepped back when you felt like you needed to which I know a lot of people would not because they fall into that type of pressure yeah especially with work and I feel like you do a good job of like you said you uh shut down your apps at a certain time and you make sure you're spending time with your family so how do you prioritize your happiness and just like you're so yes yeah thanks (laughs) I hear what you're saying yes so I feel like if I'm not happy if I'm not in a good place mentally I know I can't do my job yeah and I can't do it as good 
So for me, it's really important, like you said, to shut off my apps at 5 p.m. and spend time with my husband. I really need that like one-on-one -on -one time to rest and recharge. I try to meditate every day now if I can. That helps a lot. Um, and that's only like 10 minutes of your day. Like you think that could would be like a whole big ordeal, but sometimes it only takes like 10 minutes just to have yeah. a mental and physical reset. Um, I feel like I do check in with myself probably... Well, if it's every time we have a coffee date. <laughs> I, check in, I do. I check in with myself probably once a week. I think I'm very in tune with my emotions and how I'm feeling. And I know if something isn't working that uh, I'm not going to force it to yeah. work. And like you said, sometimes you just need a break. Like I had to take a break from my Instagram when I first found out I was pregnant for probably about a month. I just mentally was not in the right place to start posting again. And I wasn't going to force myself because I knew I was going to get burnt out. Last year I posted something, and I wasn't good about prioritizing my happiness last year. I posted something every single day for the whole year. Mm. Every single day. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. To post everything. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's a, lot a lot of content. That's a lot of content. So I feel, feel like last year I did not prioritize my, ha prioritize my happiness, and I got burnt out super fast. So now I have to schedule, like, downtime, or I have to schedule breaks. I'll do a lot of, like weekends off like saturday and sunday i have scheduled like a real-time job like i won't work oh that's awesome yeah because i think that if you're too accessible and too available to everyone all the time you'll start to get a little bit taken advantage of and feel burnt out at least that's what happened to me you know i'm the type of person where if i see i have an email and it comes in at 8 p.m i have to answer it right then and there so that's why I have to shut my apps off because I, I know that if I don't, I'm going to be not working an eight hour day or a nine hour day. I'm going to be working a 15 hour day and something that I once loved is going to turn into something I resent. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> and so you recently started an art page. Yeah. What inspired you to do that? Um. Yeah, so I actually went to school for fine arts. Um, so my degree is in fine arts and criminalistics, which are two like completely different things. But, you know, you got to get your left brain going, you got to get your right brain going. So um, I just felt like for a while after I graduated school, I wasn't really inspired to make anything because the whole time you're in school, they tell you exactly like what to make. Yeah. Again, the burnout. So I wasn't really feeling like inspired or drawn to make literally anything. It took two years for me to finally like pick up a paintbrush again and be like, no, I want to, I want to do this. And for me, I think it does go back to prioritizing my happiness. Like it's one thing that I can do for myself, even if it's not something that I'm making money on. And I don't think every hobby, I think that's where our generation is kind of going wrong. Like you don't need to make money from every hobby. Like you should have some hobbies that you just enjoy for like doing it for the sake of doing it for fun. Um, and while I do make some, <laughs> I do make some, you know, money off of it occasionally. For the most part, I do it because I love it. And it's something that I've always loved and felt passionate about. And I feel like I just need that creative release of, you know, not working or doing what anyone's telling me to do, just doing this for the love of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and then do you have any goals or ideas about how you might want to take your content or passion projects forward? 
Yes, lots. <laughs> <laughs> lots. Um, and I'm so happy that we met because I feel like before meeting you, you really need people in your life that have kind of the same entrepreneurial goals and like spirit as you because I feel like before we met, I was feeling very stagnant and not sure where I wanted to go or what I wanted to do, but seeing you do like all these side projects oh and gosh. always start something new, I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? No, stop. I'm like, I need to start doing something new. That's me with you. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's so funny. So yeah, I feel like you have like really inspired me honestly and pushed me to think about like what's next because I'm Sagittarius. Oh, I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> I know. That's how we get along so well. But I'm a Sagittarius, and we kind of live in the moment. We don't really think about what's next. Oh, okay. And, like, people will say I have a five-year plan, and I'm like, what's that? <laughs> you know? And I think, honestly, the best plan is to not have a plan because nothing goes according to plan. Oh, yeah. So far in my life, at least. So I think you need to be very, like, go with the <laughs> I think you need to be very, like, go with the flow. Um... But I have like started thinking more about what I want to do next. And I know what I want to do. I don't know how to make it happen yet. Ooh. <laughs> wink, wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> you know, I would love to either have like a product on someone's line or have my own skincare line. That feels like such a natural fit for me. Oh, yeah. Um, and just to be able to help people with their skin, I would want like all different ages, like models, all different skin tones, all different skin textures. Like I would feel like I'd be like the first to like, yes, you know what I mean? yes. So, but I'm like, fund me. If you're an investor <laughs> listening, if you're an investor listening, come on, come at me. Let's do this. <laughs> Love that plug. It. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like I am ready. I'm ready to go on to that next step of, um, you know, how can, how can I take this further? And like, what can I do to be even more like individual to work even more for myself? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause a lot of influencer work is through other people and other companies and uh -huh. you know, and I'm like, I, I love doing this, but how could I do something that would be like working for myself even more? Oh, that would be cool if you had your own company yeah. and then could use what you learned as an influencer to like hire influencers for your product yes, that are exactly. diverse and I feel like I already yeah. have the kind of knowledge and have you which would be great <laughs> and I have the whole community like everyone in the acne community we're all friends like we all have a group chat we talk all the time we try to support each other so I feel like I would just like send them mass PR yes you know I mean? yeah so, yeah yeah that you know but we'll see maybe one day Investor. Wink, wink, investors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing your heart with us today. I super appreciate it. And where can we find you online? Great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yes, I've been yes. waiting. For this. <laughs> yes, this is my moment to shine. Um, yes. So you can find me online at my face story. That is pretty much my only channel on Instagram and YouTube, though honestly I'm not on YouTube as much as I used to be, so mostly just Instagram. Um, yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Okay, it, good, I'm glad. Yeah, I feel like it was such an organic fit too. Yes. To do this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>